0: Are we in a bull or bear market? Hello and welcome to another episode of the BNP Paribas Wealth Management Podcast. I'm Charles de Capoisson, your host on this show today. The summer months have seen stock markets recover nearly half of the ground lost since the beginning of this year. The US S&P 500 index recovered from down 23% year to date in mid-June to minus 12% for the year to late August. In Asia, Japanese stocks have even recovered to nearly flat for this year. Meanwhile, economic recession worries continue to loom large as galloping inflation rates hurt corporate investment and consumer spending, particularly in Europe, where sky-high energy costs continue to weigh heavily in the wake of the conflict in Ukraine. To help me unpack this complex environment, Edmund Shing, Global Chief Investment Officer at BNP Paribas Wealth Management, joins me. Good morning, Edmund.
1: Good morning, Charlotte.
0: So a question many investors are asking is, are we likely to see further falls in stock markets this year? Or is the recent mini rally the start of better times ahead for stocks? In a nutshell, has all the bad news already been priced in?
1: a very difficult question to answer a good question but difficult to answer at the moment for one simple reason that even during previous bear markets such as in 2007 to 2009 or 2000 to 2002 you've always had the fall in, in stock markets being punctuated by brief rebounds before then the fall resuming we could be in that situation today because we've had a good fall since the beginning of the year but then a mini rally over the last two months over the summer and now a bit of a pause so We could be in that what we call just at the end of a bear market rally, where the bear market then resumes, markets fall again, and create new lower lows. And in that case, you wouldn't want to be buying. However, it is also possible that we have seen the bottom already, and that we are at the beginning of a new bull market, that the worst is already priced in, and that in fact, over the next 12 months, stock markets could go higher. Both are possible. At this point in time, it's very difficult to know which of the two is more likely.
0: And what about the negative factors?
1: Well, there are plenty of negative factors. That's why we've been in a bear market for this year. The obvious ones, firstly, global economic growth has slowed sharply. There is a a rising risk of recession, particularly in Europe, but also in the US and even in China, growth isn't great. So none of the main economic motors in the world are firing particularly well at the moment. Secondly, we know inflation rates have been very high pretty much everywhere. And that has been putting a lot of pressure on households who are consuming less as a result of the rise in prices, and also industry who are also cutting back a little bit on production in Europe, for instance, because of the very high energy prices. So that is a big drag on economic growth. And of course, on top of that, you have central banks such as the ECB in Europe or the Federal Reserve in the US, raising interest rates, which also has the impact of, yes, in order to sl- trying to slow inflation. But the way it's, they slow inflation is by first slowing growth with these higher interest rates and that's where we are at the moment so there are plenty of negative factors and i haven't even mentioned the geopolitical factors such as a new potential right-wing government in italy such as the ongoing geopolitical issues in course between russia and ukraine and and the fallout from that
0: okay but all this is not fresh news and is well known by the financial market so what will you and your team be following in the months ahead
1: Well, there are three factors we're following very closely. Firstly, we believe the US inflation rate has probably peaked, but we want to see it falling. How quickly is it going to fall in the months ahead? The various components, such as housing, such as goods inflation, and even gasoline prices are all falling quite quickly in the US, suggesting that inflation should fall. I would like to see confirmation that it's falling relatively quickly. That would be quite good news. Secondly, energy prices in Europe, which continue to surge because of the pending shutdown for three days of the Nord Stream 1 gas pipeline from Russia to Europe. I would like to see, firstly, three days after the shutdown, those gas exports being resumed from Russia to Europe so that the panic over a complete shutdown of Russian exports of gas goes away. And then maybe energy prices will decline. Energy prices coming down will obviously start to lessen the pressure on the European economy. And thirdly, the US dollar. The US dollar has been incredibly strong over the last few months. It's been a very, very sharp upward trend. But this does tend to put pressure, A, on the economy, but more importantly, on areas such as stock markets. So a weaker dollar would tend to be good for, for instance, areas such as emerging markets, but in particular for stock markets generally. So those really are the three factors we are looking at very closely.
0: As every cloud has a silver lining, Edmund, in this pretty morose environment, what hope is there for investors?
1: well i'll point to two if we're thinking about stock markets and corporate credit markets firstly companies have actually been weathering the economic storm surprisingly well earnings results have been pretty solid yes earnings forecasts may need to be revised a little bit lower because maybe analysts are a little bit too optimistic for particularly next year but in general results have been pretty good cash flows good dividends good secondly then this is a very interesting point At a time when U.S. consumers in particular become incredibly negative about their outlook, so consumer sentiment hits rock bottom as it has today, if you look at previous periods in history when this has happened, over the last 40 years it's happened six times, I would say, following each sort of rock bottom point and then the start of a recovery in consumer sentiment, the stock market in the U.S. has then gone on to perform very well over the next 12 months. Typically by anywhere between plus 12 to plus 50% over the next 12 months, in fact. So all pretty much always double digit return. Again, US consumer confidence has been at rock bottom last month, starting to rebound very, very slightly this month. That could be a good signal to be a buyer. As usual, it's always difficult to be a, a buyer at a time when everyone's negative, but that often is one of the best times for a stock market investor to buy.
0: So what further evidence are you looking for to put you firmly in the bullish
1: camp going forwards? Three things. Clearly, a fall in European energy prices would be a big help for Europe. Secondly, falling US inflation, particularly if it falls quickly, as the components suggest it should, I think the confirmation of that would be a very good thing for financial markets. And thirdly, the Fed changing its communication, sounding less aggressive, more moderate, saying basically... The economy is slowing, inflation is slowing, the interest rate hikes we've done are working. We don't need to do so many more. I think those are the three things I would look at, maybe to add a fourth, the US dollar. If it were as a result then to fall back, that also would be seen as a positive. So these really are the elements I'm looking for to decide whether or not to be more bullish on, for instance, stocks.
0: And what are your favourite stock markets and sectors
1: today? So regionally speaking, I think the two I would focus on right now, are the two we focused on for quite a while, which is the UK and Japan. Japan benefits being an export-led economy and stock market from a very weak Japanese yen against a very strong dollar. So that is uh, helping Japanese earnings. And I think that will continue to be the case. The UK is certainly helped by its preponderance of, for instance, oil and gas stocks. So that clearly has helped and I think will continue to help and are still offering very good valuations and healthy dividends. I think the next market if we were to take a more positive view on stock markets would be the us in particular areas such as the mid-cap segment of the us where we start to see some relative strength so that could be the next area to look at if if we were to see what we hope to see from the indicators going forward in terms of sectors the obvious one of course is oil and gas but i would say energy more broadly, and that would therefore include renewable energy, such as solar energy, the circular economy theme, therefore, which is linked to that. And within that, companies and sectors that are focused on energy efficiency and energy conservation. So things like insulation, heat pumps, LED lighting, and so on, just to give a few ideas.
0: Edmund Shing, thank you very much. And to our audience out there, if you enjoyed today's episode, please like, share and subscribe to our podcast channel on Apple Podcast. Podcast Addict, Spotify, or any other provider. Search for BNP Paribas Wealth. And do visit our website to check out our investment strategy research. Goodbye, and until next time.